ho, ho. It's Santa here. Welcome to the Podnought's Christmas Special Podcast. And who have we got in the studio today? Hello, it's Whiteside. It's Duffman. It's Cugsy. We've got Flynn. Cheers, St. Nick. Yeah, what do you want us to do then? I have a special mission for you podcasters. I'd like you to come and spread festive cheer across the world with me and see how countries celebrate Christmas all over the world. Are you okay to come with me? Defo? Yeah, go ahead. Sound Sound on. Sound Sound on. Got nothing else to do. Sounds yeah. like a laugh on a Monday night. Okay, let's go. It's a bit cold and tight in Santa's sleigh. You might have to nuzzle into my magical sack. <laughs> let's go. You face cooks. <laughs> Cold, yeah. <laughs> so, where have we landed then? Uh, hang on, this looks like Iceland. So, what's going on in Iceland then, Cugs? Uh, well, these Icelandic people are uh, they're a bit they're a bit weird around Christmas. So, I've looked into Elaborate. some things. So, apparently, there's a story that says that 13 formerly human-eating Santa Clauses will break through your window. And give your children presents. I mean, that's not exactly <laughs> festive, human is it? Human eating. No, but that's human, human eating. Yeah, God, that, can we just, that is one way to control the kids with the catalogue in the, in the run up to December 25th. No, if actually, you're on the naughty actually, list, you get <laughs> by cannibals. <laughs> no, but if you're, it but should if you're be the for the parents one. as well. Don't put your Christmas decorations up in November, otherwise, I'm going to come round and eat your kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Great. So I agree with that. They were originally trolls that were said to eat naughty children. In other countries, children, to get coal was like part of a t- tradition of being naughty. In Iceland, you get eaten. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's one way of controlling your kids. Here's another one. The Santa Claus's mother will kidnap your children and then the Christmas cat will eat them. That's <laughs> <laughs> terrifying. Well, yeah. yeah. No, no Christmas cheer over here. So it's kidnapped it? and then ate by a festive pussy. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Northern Lights are good, though. <laughs> True. That's yeah. if you catch them. Oh. Uh, and last but not least, uh, don't give elf children food or you will die. That seems to be like a massive thing in Icelandic it's Christmas. Icelandic. <laughs> horrifying. Yeah. And it's, not and it's only about you, 12 quid a pint as well, isn't it? Not only do you now go with the threat of a volcano melting your face, if you take your kids for Christmas, Listen, we can palm the kids off, they'll die, and we'll have, like, a boss time for the rest of the time. <laughs> hey, no wonder Wim Hof did cold therapy yeah. to get that out his mind. No, yeah. Yeah, pain out, man. Right, so, moving on to Norway Christmas traditions, or as the locals call it, Jule. So, as you know, Norway is the home of Lapland, and Lapland is said to be the home of Santa Claus, the most famous man in the whole of Christmas, or one of them, is... Santa and that is his homeland where his reindeers are from and where elves make the toys or as the natives call it again they don't call it Santa Claus they call him Klaus one Klaus the, in the house Klaus in the house one of the traditions is that they hide the brooms due to a medieval belief that evil spirits will ride on them on Christmas Eve sounds so, like the coffee pot yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a bit of a scary one <laughs> so hide your brooms but Brooms must be a thing that a lot of people have in Norway. And another belief is that they decorate the Christmas tree on the 23rd of December. Oh, so, 
That's the opposite yeah. of what yeah. Cugsy ate, isn't it? Oh, my missus would have an absolute meltdown if it was that yeah. close to Christmas. So, last but not least, they believe that Santa is actually a gnome. Because no. this uh, Santa Claus no translation <laughs> in Norwegian <laughs> just means Christmas gnome. Funnily enough, a historical fact or some myths in Norway believe gnomes to actually be real. But they got hunted down. That's a belief, anyway. That was Norway Chris, Christmas tradition. So what I'm getting from them so far is go and get your kids eaten, and then you don't have to put, and then move across to Norway, and you can just put your deckies up today, pork and embossed. And you don't exactly. have to spend that much yeah, money, that then. Really no flapping around yeah. there, is there? Yeah. So I've moved on to Greenland. Uh, now, do you know, is there a part of the Christmas dinner that you, as a kid, Flynn, you were like, oh, I don't really like sprouts. that. So sprouts. Sprouts. So, so what would happen? No, sprouts are boss. No, so what would happen? Like, your mum would go, yeah, come on, try one, and you'd go, no, and they'd let you off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you what, you're getting away with none of that in Greenland. <laughs> one of the most unusual Christmas foods in Greenland is kiviak, a traditional Inuit food that involves stuffing a seal skin with around 500 elk birds and then fermenting it for months. Imagine saying to your mum and your dad, I don't want any of this kiviak. That just sounds <laughs> delicious. Your, your dad's had to catch 500 birds eating that, and you're going to enjoy it, aren't you? You're not getting to turn that down, You're fermenting you? for two months. No, what no, Scandinavia's not doing for me at the moment. 500 no. birds. Like, like the type of places that you think, oh, Christmas must be boss there. I'm avoiding, like, the plague. No, but, like, Greenland, though. I'm off to the shops. What do we need for Christmas? Just pick up 500 outfits. Yeah, I know. That's All I'm seeing is visions of snow with the blood and children's carcasses on so far and then spew from all the fermented food that have been thrown but it's all mental fellas mental fellas running around trying to catch pigeons I mean, that is <laughs> yeah just... and a midget father Christmas imagine, <laughs> going, imagine you're going to the trouble of catching 500 birds and the kids going nah I don't like that you'd be fuming so that was Greenland so I think out of the three I'd probably take my chance with the Greenland food over getting the kids eaten or getting murdered while we're in Scandinavia, I've gone to Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> and the town of Hurtenford. Gavel. There's a tradition of building a giant straw goat for Christmas. However, the strange part of this tradition is that the frequent attempts by people to burn it down each year, <laughs> turning it into an unofficial and bizarre game of whether the goat will survive Christmas or not. It's a bit like pyromaniacs running the streets. <laughs> I've just got like visions of, like, of the goats singing, yeah. I will survive. Yeah, it's like burning man, but with goats. And this good, another yeah. bizarre fact from Sweden was every Christmas Eve at 3pm, Swedes gather around the TV to watch a series of old Donald Duck Disney cartoons from the 1950s. It's pretty much the exact cartoon every year and even the grown-ups showing in. Well, we have the snowman, don't we? Yeah, Snow- well, Justine said that's the snowman, but... And the Gruffalo's a bit of other one that mm, comes The on. snowman might be weird to other people, eh? Yeah, so, And the last one, the dirty buggers, again, with the food, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, most of the holiday menu is served in a buffet style in Sweden. There's one co- communal element called the Jullbord Gop Ilgreiten, a.k.a. the dip in the pot, after cooking up the Christmas ham, the broth in which it's boiled is strained and reduced and placed on the table for everyone to dunk their hunks of bread in it. And it's basically a it's salty and very delicious type fondue. I'd give it a go. Ham fondue. I know, with all the nans spitting on the forks and dipping it in. and Extra flavour. Extra salty in that. Bit of yeah. sterodent in the mix. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right, let's jump back in the sleigh then. Yeah, let's go. Hey, put the tunes on, folks. Yeah, all right. Yeah. 
Oh, look, there's your radio. Get the tunes on, Cugsy. It's right. Yeah, what's that tune in? Me- Welcome to Lost the Music Radio. We've had a special request like Paul from Hunt's Cross. And here's his choice now. Daft Punk around the world. You have to do the robot dance to this. Yeah. It's the little big seat. we're flying across the sky, that will keep us warm, won't it? At Turn least the like, robot. Uh, when you're on the sled, it's got some decent tunes. Yeah, yeah. Such a tune. See Land Ahoy, Land Ahoy. Oh, where we got now? There. Whoa, buongiorno. We are in Italy. Oh, Italian. So, in, in parts of Italy, particularly in the south, they have a witch known as La Bafana, and she delivers gifts to children on January the 5th, which is Epiphany Eve. According to legend, she was too busy to visit baby Jesus and now travels the world giving gifts to other children. Now that to me, that's a that's a little Easter egg. That's a giveaway. That Father Christmas is just a symbol of the patriarchal society that we live in. Because we all know that when it comes to sorting Christmas out, it's the mum and your nan yeah. who sort Definitely. it out. And then one of the so fellas comes. Yeah. They look a bit witchy. But if you think about it, at Christmas, it's your mum and your nan that sort everything out. Your dad turns up on Christmas Day. And he's as, much, as yeah. surprised as you. Yeah, yeah. he's like, oh, what Ooh. did you get? Father Christmas is just pulling that. Yeah. Labafana was probably the original. And then some fair, some dudes come along and go, I'll have that. The dad's just the silent partner supplying the money, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> So yeah, that was Italy. Labafana is a bit sly that they have to wait till January fifth, but then savvy shoppers, January sales, and all that—you never know. Italians and minge bags. Is that right, Cubsy? Is that official? That's what I'm going for. <laughs> Next off, we've got Spain. Now again, I thought Scandinavia was a bit weird. <laughs> Spain is just as demented as Scandinavia. <laughs> so we've got a character now called Cagane. Sounds very festive. So, it's a Catalonia speciality. The Cagane is a little porcelain gnome-like figure with his trousers round his ankles, <laughs> who is seen defecating somewhere in, in the nativity scene. So, little... A little again, crapping gnome? Gnomes, gnomes, you know, appear again, but shitting in the nativity. Is this like I a, never learned that at school. Is this like a derivative of Elf on the Shelf or one of the shats on the shelf? I don't know. Maybe that's where you got the idea. Uh, next one, we've got a, like a mad Hang one on called... a minute. No, let's just have it right. So, does Spanish think some little fella ran into the nativity scene, dropped his kex <laughs> and killed one out? Yeah, a big brown swan. Yeah, little drummer boy. So, like, you know just little drummer boy just knocking out Yeah, yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Is you it, expose yourself. Is it, and there's Exploiting. Nev- and there's Nether <laughs> <there's> Giblets <laughs> on show and stuff. Well, unless like he's got that as a present for his missus. Yeah, like a little porcelain wiener yeah, yeah. or something like there's that. A, there's a poo for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so another one. Again, the Spanish should be sorted with Pervet. shit. Cagatillo is a log painted with a smiley face who was cared for from December the 8th until Christmas Day. And then on Christmas Eve, the children beat the log away. 
<laughs> and then throw them into the fire, singing songs, enticing it to shit some presents. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. So Spain's mad. Another one is they have uh, multiple New Year's Eves. Oh. So they start celebrating New Year's Eve in, in August. And it was because there was an accidental power cut on an actual New Year's Eve. So they thought, you know what? We'll just have it in the summer. In and August, it, it, like? Yeah, it's not even close. Do you know what? It does make sense, though, because, you know, when you're walking down the dock road, can't get a cab. I'd rather do that on, like, the 5th of August. Oh, definitely, yeah. Do you know? That mm. would be more pleasant, wouldn't it? So, yeah, I can see that one. Yeah. I don't know about the shit and log or the shit and boy, but... Yeah. Well, well, they've got another one where, like, you celebrate Christmas by running through the streets in red underwear. No, I'd, I'd go and watch that. Yeah, but that could... Well, yeah, it depends who's running, like, but... Well, yeah, you know. I could see you getting, you know, that being even itself out. Like. Yeah, Benny Hill music in the background, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but while you've got, like, shit stains on your head on the way. Where are we going next? Oh, it's Portugal. Oh, so, yeah, just a quick hop across the border. Now, in Portugal, they have the tradition of consoda, which is observed, and where families set an extra place or two at the table at Christmas dinner for their deceased relatives. It's a way of remembering and including lost family members in the Christmas celebration. Where do we stand on this? Because I this, mean, that's the most sensible one I've heard. It is. It's, it's, it's kind of like Dead of the Dead, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's it's better than a crap in gnome. Yeah, I would say that. But is it morbid to do that on well, Christmas Day? Well, it's not day? as morbid as is it somewhere like Thailand and and the. the get the relatives out. They dig them out for the day. Every year, and they're like mummified and you take them out for dinner and all that, I don't they? Like weekend it. the pennies. Yeah, I mean, I'd, we're I'd, on the topic of Christmas, by the way. Yeah. Okay. No, but let's yeah, go down I mean, with that. Yes. No, but like, I mean, I, I sort of get it, but if you set in a place, if the roasties are good, are them roasties getting left to go cold? I just like, what, no, but where do you stand with that? Would you, would you think like, say, your nan? Do you think your nan would want you to, to whack that dinner out? Do you think our grandma What did they actually say of the dinner as well? It says they set the place, so yeah. I think I'm... they just set the place, maybe. For the missing yeah. relative, or? Yeah. <sighs> the dogs would not thank me for letting the dinner go To cold. be honest, if you're really enjoying your dinner, you'd be looking and going, some bastard's not even here. <laughs> and like, there's a dinner there. Yeah, but I'm having that. Listen, you, you know, you go over the top with your dinner, you're going to be stuffed anyway. That's getting scraped in the bubble and squeak for the next day, <sighs> isn't it? Bubble oh. and squeak. Oh, that great auntie, Scandinavia, you yeah. haven't got that. Great yeah. Auntie Nelly's going in the bubble and squeak. <laughs> well, are, you, are you not doing the uh, Kiviak, the uh, stuffed elk birds now? I might actually give that a try this year. you know what? It's probably in the freezer in Little. No, on Thursday, you probably be able to buy that one. No, you? It, it's available to buy on the 23rd of December in Aldi. <laughs> <laughs> right, get on your toes here. Santa, come past. You're going to jump in. He's not stopping. Stop and jump in. Let's go. Come here. Let's get <laughs> off. <laughs> just in. Yeah, just in by the skinny red underwear. Yeah. Skiddies. Just nuzzle into that sack. Welcome back to Lost the Music Radio. Oh, more music, sack. We've had reports of snow and ice on the roads, so be careful out there. We've had a request in from Paul Cullen from Halewood. Oh, Paul? It's called Thank You, Sly and the Family Stone. Oh, yes. Bit of funk for the back of the sleigh, keep you warm. Sampled by Janet Jackson, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> And probably one of the first times you've ever heard slap bass. Yeah. Larry Graham. Yeah. 
Lander Hoy boys, I can see it on the horizon. I'll see some mountains. That was a tune, that. We've landed in the East Pacific Ocean of Asia. We've landed in Japan. In Japan, or as the local people call it, Korimasu. So, the first and most known fact about Christmas in Japan is that people have KFC on Christmas Day. And this is due to a successful market campaign from KFC. So imagine that, you're not having a Christmas dinner, you're having a KFC. Not a KFT. Oh, it's just... Yeah. Like Imagine how heathens. big the queues would be in the drive-thru on Christmas Day. Yeah. Well, actually, um, people order it like two or three months before Christmas. So I think, like... I think that's pretty much what you have to do here as well. <laughs> I would definitely have a KFC on Christmas Day. Me and Cooksy come across that and we're talking about this the other day. And he went, you can't have a sherry with a KFC. <laughs> <laughs> don't even think I've ever had a sherry. It's all I, mean, I don't think I have is, either. It is red, isn't it? In Japan... Christmas is more of a secular celebration which just spreads joy and not particularly Yeah, because they're not religious. it's not a Christian country. No, it's it? a very atheist country, Japan. Is it Shinto with the religion? I uh, I'm not sure. They, vi- they visit the temple on Christmas Day. That's what some of the old folks do over there. In Japan, they don't actually have a functioning army. They have some people called peacemakers, and this was due to what happened in World War Two. And Instead of uh, using it on weapons, they use it on dedication to the country. So peacemakers or the army help with festivals and security, mainly in Tokyo during Christmas time. I just ask a question about these peacemakers. Have they still got like guns and warships and planes and things? No, they don't. I don't know. Oh, like sure the, the, do. the DC peacemaker. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure they are tooled up. I think you can call them peacemakers, but they are an army, aren't they? And the special event is on Christmas Eve, not Christmas Day. See, I like Christmas Eve a bit. Mm. That's, right. that's well, open to where, the base. Well, yeah, like the whole that up. No, yeah, I know, but if you had to choose what's the most exciting day for you? Christmas is actually not family-friendly and viewed more of as an adult celebration with lots of alcohol. And another tradition is that Santa comes through the window and not the chimney. Um, so he's like a burglar. <laughs> last one, Santa in Japan represents and looks like Colonel Sanders, which is... Oh. Very clever marketing. Uh, right, so uh, hop over to where now? Uh, we're in Ukraine. Now, Ukraine compared to like my other two is, is being quite normal. Quite mild. From, yeah, quite apart normal. from this strange little one. So, in Ukraine, they do not clean spiders' webs from their home during the weeks leading up to Christmas. The legend states that a spider wove an intricate web to entertain the baby Jesus while he was in the stable. The web was his first toy, so therefore it was considered special. So the Ukrainians place spider's web ornaments on the trees, and the lucky person who finds the web on Christmas Day has good luck for the entire year. That is proper blag. What that's saying to me is, Mama's had enough of doing all the work at Christmas. I ain't cleaning this house as well. Yeah. After doing all the cooking, buying the toys, buying all the clobber. So I reckon some some clever woman come up with that. Yeah, I'd, I'd prefer cobwebs to some kid crapping in the garden, though. So, but yeah. then I just think of, like, spider's web being... It's Halloween, <laughs> Like a different kind of spider's web on the tree. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Webbing, <laughs> yeah. we'll say. So, should we get off? Uh, go yeah. somewhere else. So we'll just nip over the road to Slovakia. Yeah, it's not. 
Okay. So a unique Christmas tradition in Slovakia involves the head of the household throwing a spoonful of loxa, traditional Christmas dish made from bread, poppy seed, filling and water at the ceiling. The more that it sticks to the ceiling, the richer the crops will be the following year. That reminds that's me of, a blag. That's yeah. not really loxer, is it? No. A bit of that reminds yeah, me of something yeah. me and our kids used to do as, as kids. We used to go in the bath and we'd take a roll of toilet roll and we'd scrump it all wet and throw it on the ceiling. My mum must have done a nut. No. It was stuck all over the ceiling. It was more of that funky spider's web stuff. <laughs> we were only young folks, only young folks. Right, this one's a weird one, though. Right? The Christmas car is an important component of Slovakia's Christmas Eve dinner. Many families keep the car alive in the bathtub until it's ready to be cooked. A fish? More than one adult remembers being... In the bath? Being, yeah, a fish in the bath, a car. <laughs> More than one adult remembers being a child and playing with the family's Christmas car. After the fish is killed... <laughs> after the fish is killed, it's cleaned and it's marinated in milk. And rather than be cut lengthwise, it's cut from spine to belly to create a horseshoe-like shape thought to bring good fortune. Wow. Yeah, I, I just... That is batshit crazy. I know. It's, oof, I just wouldn't fancy getting a bath after no, the, no, you know, no, the no, carps no. being in it. Definitely horrid. Right, Santa, let's jump back in. I hope the next one's a good tune. It's 12 midnight, and you're listening to LIMFM Radio. Our next request has come in from Flynn from the Podnots, and it's Dance Monkey by The Tones and I. Good shoes on this radio, you yeah. know. Yeah. Keep me warm, my hands are freezing from all that side Everybody of the sled. Just put them in the sack. <laughs> We've now landed in Austria. Okay, so. In Austria, there's a tradition of the Krampus, a demonic creature who accompanies St. Nicholas. Krampus is said to punish naughty children, contrasting with St. Nicholas, who rewards well-behaved children. The Krampus... Oh, so they go around like a good cop, bad yeah, cop. Yeah, so it's a good cop, bad yeah. cop. There's, yeah. It is a movie, the Krampus, as well. There is, it's yeah. It's quite good. I, I, I like that. The Krampus tradition includes people dressing up in scary costumes and parading the streets. God. Did you know... <laughs> It's not Father Christmas or Santa who brings the presents. It's Christ kind. The Christ baby Jesus. It comes in the form of an angel with white fairy wings, a halo above its head and blonde curls. That's very specific, yeah, isn't it? Very, yeah, there was like, another Austrian who was quite specific about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Moustache man. Pre- and presents. Are not opened on Chris the twenty. Hitler. Yeah, presents are not opened on the twenty fifth of December, but rather on Christmas Eve. I don't get all of that opening it before Christmas Day. I don't know. I think if, as a kid, I mean, it it does sound like it's mental because as a parent, if you give your kids the toys on Christmas Eve, they're not going to bed. It's just daft. Yeah, and and how they contact Christ kind is 
the children leave a, a letter on the fireplace which is meant to be collected. Others put their letters on the windowsill that, so that Christ can, can collect them as well. Is that asking for what do you want next year? So, moving on to the final destination, we are moving over to Venezuela, so we'll move to South America, or as the people call it, Navidad, or Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. It is common practice in Venezuela on Christmas to remove all the cars from the streets so that people can skate to early morning mass on Christmas Day. Skate? <laughs> skate? In Venezuela? Yeah. Might be called over there. Do you know what? That'd be boss. No, Imagine having sure? a race with your mates against the chair skates? on your skates. It can be any car. You can have roller skates. It's got to be roller skates. It doesn't have to be ice skates, does it? Can I just ask something about that, though? Like, isn't that really a bad idea? Because you could break your ales, right? Skeleton staff in the hospital on I've, Christmas Day. I've got you know an idea. I mean? Let's have a roller boot race. Yeah, that could go seriously long, though. Like, be like rollerball. The food in Venezuela is called halakas, and it's packed with protein, chicken, beef, and pork all in one dish. There's traditional Venezuela dancing, and the main presents are given at Christmas Eve in 12 a.m. So good midnight, so parents have to stay up late. And what's better, that or waking up at 6 a.m.? No, no, really, do you? Six o'clock. That anticipation when you uh, you wake up. See, I didn't Christmas sleep day. as a kid, though, so that would have suited me. Because I was like, awake all night waiting for Santa. Yeah. Like. Again, linking link to what my dad said, the presents aren't bought by Santa, they're actually bought by baby Jesus, or as they call it, Nino Jesus. People paint the houses ready for Jesus' visit, and yellow will bring luck in the next year, so people paint the houses yellow. Imagine that. Uh, it's nearly Christmas, love your best paint the house. Yeah. As if you haven't got enough to do. As if you've not got enough to do. Paint the house yellow. So, that was the Christmas traditions in different countries. Right, let's go back home and then when we get there, we'll talk about our own. Santa, come on, let's go. Come on, let's have Shut one last time. Shut that radio on last ahead. time, yeah. Here's one for all you travellers out there. Sent in by Duffman from Cast. And it's Dion by Ossunlaid. Oh, it's tune Ossunlaidy, yeah. This is one. The Christmas lights are on. The fire's crackling away. Just pour yourself a little spirit. A sherry. Yeah. Little Dion Warwick sample. Just to have with your beans and coleslaw from KFC. Yeah. Or your, pint, or pint your gravy. seal. <laughs> Very cool, very cool. Little Dion Warwick sample, you can't go wrong. Lovely. Oh, well, we're back home. Oh, Thanks for that, that, Santa. Absolutely, Santa. Santa, you're getting off. See you later, mate. See you in a few weeks. Merry and Krampus. Don't forget to say to yeah. to Krampus. I'm sure you'll be getting a visit from the Krampus Cubs. Am I on the naughty list? Yeah, yeah. definitely. So, now that we're back, back home in a studio, Let's talk about our own Christmas traditions. Who's got any Christmas traditions they'd like to talk about? I'll go first. So, every year, really, since I came out the womb, me, me dad, <laughs> <laughs> me, me dad, me mum and Elise would go to centre parks every year before Christmas. And, and he's not was, taking you this year? Uh, we're going after Christmas. Like he's got pubes now. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Cumbria, wasn't it? Windfells, it was up north. So we went there every year and it was magical. We'd go, so what had happened is me and Elise would get picked up from primary school and then we'd go and the drive there, it starts snowing, 
we get there, we go in a big long queue, and it, we go in the swimmer bath, wouldn't we? The outdoor pool, which was bossed down all the slides. And then we come home. Oh, I think we ordered food in that night, and then the next night we go and see all the Christmas lights. The, the, the sequence we'd done it was we'd go swimming, then we'd have something to eat, and yeah. then the next day we'd do some activities. And the bill was Sunday, when on Sunday morning, we get picked up in like a horse-drawn carriage with elves in, and they'd take you to Santa's workshop. But anyone with kids now, I'd like really recommend it, although Santa Parks is pricey. It's like, a rip, like, yeah, it was an it amazing is. experience. Yeah, that and, that uh, was my tradition. And then at the end, we'd end up with a Christmas dinner by the lakeside on fireworks, and it was we'd done it for about 10 years, didn't we? It yeah. was absolutely phenomenal, like, so, yeah, can't recommend yeah, that highly enough. Anyone else? Um, obviously, stuff, man. like all families, one of our key main Christmas traditions is a good argument. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can't beat them. No, seriously. I mean, this year is going to be quite sad. Actually, it's the first one without my mother-in-law, and uh, she, it was always it was ridiculous the amount of presents that she'd turn up with. It was yeah. bigger than air. The you know you know what your nan's like. Yeah. It's like you know what it's like going you, all out. Yeah. You cannot out present your mother. You know, because yeah. when it comes to being a grandma, it's your duty to just outshine everyone, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, unfortunately, that's that's a tradition that won't be happening this year. Was you know telling grandma to listen, just buy there. a few less. He's dropping in that you want us to like have like a, a toy appeal for Duffy. <laughs> <laughs> Cash for Duff. Yeah. yeah. Go yeah. for me for yeah. Duffy. But no, I, I, and it's gonna be different without that. And it, 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 I always remember like all, all those those times that's what i'll miss those things but you look back on them and you think that was great it's great the way that we, some things we can't get away from you have your family around and things happen in a certain order and it's we always go for a walk with the dogs on christmas morning and the, uh, that's the bit i like the, the thing best. i like about it the chaos yeah it embraced uh, it, it, the yeah. chaos yeah. you have to you have, you have to, to take yeah. a step back and observe and it's absolutely that is the crazy. christmas spirit yeah yeah the i chaos. mean it is mad but you've just, I think you learn to adapt to it and just buzz off it, don't you? As yeah, you get older, yeah. you don't chew on it as much. Yeah, I do the dinner and it does get a bit much. Yeah, it gets, you know, yeah, do, I've been doing people, it like the past couple of years and it does get hectic. You just want, it's like the beer. Yeah. It's like you're in the kitchen, it's like, get out, I'm yeah. doing the dinner. It's, no, it's normally when I'm just laying out the dinners. We're quite organised and that's me. Yeah, 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 but the yeah. yeah, but you haven't got me father-in-law who just as you've got like three plates in your hand and you're just laying out, he'll turn around and go, I'll have a cup of tea if you're making one. <laughs> it's like, am I making one? Probably yeah. not, but now I've got to. And those kind of just beautiful comments you get. So I do struggle with it, but yeah, the, doing the dinner, getting all the stuff in, just bedding down Christmas Eve and wrapping the presents that you haven't got round to. The, so I haven't got like uh, anything that was like, I can't remember like if we had any traditions when I was growing up, but what I do remember is the tradition of the the mad, mad all day sesh that you'd have with the lads on a Christmas Eve. <sighs> and that day just used to be hectic. Oh. But there was one particular Christmas Eve, 36 years ago, when I was in the Squires and oops upside your head came on and I sat behind the girl while we were doing Oops Upside Your Head. And 36 years later, that girl is still my wife. <laughs> I was Debbie's Christmas cracker. <laughs> no, I mean, on the subject of those, yeah, she pulled me. those Christmas Eve nights out are great, but 
I've done the what, Christmas Day hangover isn't. When you're looking yeah. at your dinner going, I've I just done, can't. I've only done it twice. So, I, yeah, I've, I've done it about twice. It's like seven o'clock in the morning and you're still asking about with your mates. It dawns <laughs> on you that it's Christmas and you've got to go and face people. Not good at all. <laughs> I've done a couple of them pre-children and it's not good. Yeah. Uh, my Christmas tradition's more... Uh, I like the cooking side of things because don't, I haven't been getting involved as much lately in cooking at home because... Obviously, my business is always busy. I'm always out. And um, we do anti-tamvia sticky toffee pudding. Oh, so, obviously, we all know yes, that. Yes, yes. Who listens to the number 42 podcast, yeah. um, it was available. And if anyone listens to the show and you want to message the show, I'll give you the secret recipe yeah, as a I Christmas present. I would recommend present. that you do because it's I, I actually think that you should make that before Christmas so that we can all have like a bowl of sticky toffee pudding Listen, while we do one of these. You could like, instead of peddling, you know, like all these people peddling drugs around at Christmas time, you peddle could that, you could probably peddle that, you'd that. make some serious yeah, tanks. that's like food crack. You, you teamed yeah. up with Ahmed from the Purple Olive. Oh, yeah. You'd have it cornered, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, you'd have the food market to South Liverpool cornered. Yeah, yeah. So, in terms of when does Christmas start for you? The minute I finish work, which it used to be right up to the death, but now I'm able to finish a couple of days before. So that driving home for Christmas, it comes on the radio, the red lights are everywhere. Flynn, when's Christmas start for you? Is it breaking up from school? Yeah, it is, exactly. So breaking up from school, every time I finish for Christmas, my mum picks me up, which is a rare occasion. My mum picking me up from school. She picks me up, me, Elise, and my mum go and get a Mackey's, and obviously you get my dad one bring it home after that. And I know from that point that Christmas is start, and then you got a few days. And actually, I do have a different Christmas tradition. On Christmas Eve Eve, I go down the road. Christmas Eve Eve, Christmas 23rd. Eve, Eve yeah. the 23rd. Should we call it Christmas Eve? <laughs> anyway, as a fan... That sounds horrific. <laughs> That's over there. Slightly sexual. <laughs> as a family, everyone gets involved in the presents. And anyway, I go and give presents to... Gil, who's an old man who lives da- down the road. His wife died five years ago. And, and Shout out to Gil. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little story He's... about Gil. So when Flynn used to go down the park, Gil had dogs and Flynn would go over and be friendly and they, they, they developed a relationship. Gil's like mid to late 80s now and like, do you like Bezzy mates? And like Flynn will go down and see him from time to time, see how he is, give him Prezzies and stuff. And they've got a brilliant relationship. It's, well, then it's, Flynn. It's so that's nice. That's yeah, that yeah, that is. Yeah. yeah, shout out, Gil. Yeah, shout out, Gil. So Happy Christmas, Gil. So that's 23rd, yeah. that's your... 23rd, he's, he's, um, yeah. he's Spanish as well, so Feliz Navidad. So, so is, yeah. it, is it Gil? <laughs> Christmas started for me on Saturday. I got dragged to town to do some Christmas shopping with the missus. By half nine, I seen two arguments in Zara, like full on pushing. <laughs> I was so that's when Christmas started for me, like full on rouse, made up. No, I wasn't involved. Just yeah, you know when you just is stand it when back. you f- when you finish work stuffy and you're walking through town and you're just like, is that when it starts for you? No, it starts when people are arguing in Zara. I, I was just that. Yeah, that, yeah. I just love it. It's just you know when you see people arguing, you just think, I'm glad I'm not involved, but I want to be here to see the end of it. You know, it's, I just. I've got a theory. What were you doing in Zara? I've got a theory over Zara. If, if you can put your arm in a Zara shirt, you're not a real man. Because my arms don't fit in Zara shirts. I was buying something for somebody else. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Sexy underwear. Red sexy underwear, by the Yeah, for, for the, the shit for the, stains. The, <laughs> the, red, the red undies for the big Christmas Day run. But when you get them cold mornings, I demand if we're going shopping, we're going early because I can't do crowds. And just that feeling the crowd build up and, you, you know, everybody's got somewhere to go. And 
people are in just that little bit more of a rush and it does feel like more like Christmas. Right, I've got a, another question of Christmas traditions for you. What do you do in between Christmas and New Year? I've got one. Me yeah. and Flynn. Me and my dad share one. And yeah. that's just absolutely camping out on the PlayStation for hours on end. And watching the world's strongest man yeah, final. Yeah, the world's strongest man. Wow. <laughs> Every Great. year, me and my dad have watched, watched the world's longest <laughs> but one. Not wins, are they? Yeah. <laughs> so, do you like? Do you like have bets on who you think's going to be good? So we pick a favourite. Usually, usually yeah. we, we agree. My favourite world's longest man, even though he's won it once, which is still a task in itself. Is Eddie Hall? He was my favourite. He was like, he was one of my heroes growing up. His climb to fame was great, and wasn't it? Just all watching all the heats and the final, it's just amazing. So oh, like, yeah. that's just I, for us. I would like the time to do that. I could see if I had my ideal between Christmas and New Year would be to spend at least one afternoon on the couch, lay down with my arm in a tub of Quality Street yeah. and the other arm in a tub of. Oh, heat. You no, know what I do? It's quite, it's quite hated on. Is I buy a big, massive tub of Twiglets, and I love Twiglets. No, they smell like Twiglets. If you don't know, are marmite flavored crisp. I love marmite, and I love Twiglets. They're basically Twiglets made out of toe jam. The right. Bad, the yeah. bad. I mean, if I knew what bumble tastes like, I would say it would be Twiglets, but I don't know, so I can't elaborate on that. Right, going round. It's not. It's not really. It is a bit simple, but it's one of the best parts. It's the food. If you had to pick anything on the Christmas dinner plate and it'd be your favourites, you have to pick one. What would it be? Starting off with me, it's got to be my homemade pigs and blankets. Pigs and blankets is what makes the Shout. Christmas dinner. Shout. Am I allowed to... Uh, no, you've got to stick with one. one. I'm going to go the turkey because obviously with the gravy and the cranberry sauce on, no, I'm one. allowed that. You can't. You're allowed that. You don't just eat, sit there with dry mouth. You're like, like you've been on a bender with the lads the yeah. night before. You know what I mean? You need a bit of moisture back in your how mouth. Much, how much turkey do you think you could eat dry? There's no way after it stayed out at 7 o'clock in the morning eating dry turkey. Yeah, you I look like I've been eating dry turkey. Like. Looking at Paul, I think he could gobble a lot. Yeah, you need, you, need, you, need, you need the gravy to just grease the windpipes yeah, yeah. getting it yeah. <laughs> so go because I like, you know it's being basted and it's flavoursome and all that palaver so good juicy turkey <laughs> uh, for me I'm sorry but it's the all around utilitarian Swiss army knife of roast dinner components it's the roast potato oh, a well yeah. done yeah. A, we- a, a well yeah. done roast potato now the thing is with the with the roast potatoes it makes or breaks the dinner yeah, it if does. If they're not right, that's it. It's an average dinner. You Can we see? have we a, do a, a roast technique there, don't yeah. we? We put it in goose fat and it's extra crisp. Yeah, so no, so, oh, so yeah. we parboil them You're first. hitting every nail on yeah. the head at the moment. So we parboil them and then, then bash them up a bit so they've got like this fluffy coat on and the Do you outside. know what that does? Do you yeah. know why, why, you, why you fluff them up? Because more of the oil gets into yeah, the potato. Because yeah. if it just I mean, got a smooth it surface, yeah, it doesn't get into the we potato. Spend a if lot you of want time. any tips on roast potatoes, please contact the Podnots <laughs> on all aspects of social no, media. But, no, stop me if I'm wrong, but if you have a good roast potato, it's a good roast dinner. It stops you in your tracks. It does, but a bad roast potato, if you get them hard ones, yeah. them hard ones, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not the same. So... You've all picked a particular um, item on the plate. I'm going to cop out here. The if I had 364 roast dinners throughout the year, the Christmas Day roast dinner is just 
a whole other level. Yeah, it, it is. really yeah, is yeah, a whole no, other no, level. No Every single thing that you have on it, you just yeah. It's because you've gone up from the own brand, innit? You, you, you tend to buy the finest like, yeah. yeah. half, yeah. half like effort roast to full on, haven't you? It's the ingredients we you don't buy, use you buy goose fat stuff. at any other times during the year apart from Christmas Day, and those roasties come out just like little crisp, fluffy bad boys that you just. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for Christmas Day. I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. No. I think the roast potato for me is just it's the best way. Yeah, the, uh, you've hit the nail on the head with the roasties. It's a good point, though. You know, there's chippies everywhere, but why are there not roasty shops? Yeah, you might have yeah. on an idea there. Mm-hmm. Christmas yeah. markets, but that's it, isn't it? Not, Can I have don't a really have sweet and sour roasty roast potatoes and oyster sauce, please? Yeah, if you think the effort oh. involved. Yeah. Salt and pepper roast potatoes. Oh. That's a business idea. There better be no plagiarism from the market. Trade market quick. Flynn's absolutely killing me off with these shots. Salivating as we speak. (laughs) Slobbering all over a microphone. Is that goose fat running down your tongue? So going going on to socials anyway this week. So you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Podnauts. P-O-D-N-A-U-T-S. Um, Let us know what you're doing for your Christmas dinner. Get sharing. Leave us some reviews on anything you can share our stuff if you don't mind because yeah. it's the amount of positivity we're getting back off you yeah, guys thanks very you got any jokes yeah. put on your story tag yeah. us in your we story lost the music DMs, suggestions lost the music we've got a lot of guests lined up but if you're interested in being a guest get in touch if you've got some interesting stuff you want to talk about if you've got any stories you want to come on the mini podcast yeah the, the, the coffee pod which is absolutely smashing it on the dialogue are we going to give them any insight to the future podcast or are we going to leave it a secret Oh come on! I'll give it. A, I'll, I'll give the next two podcasts. Well, away they should then. be able to tell as a Christmas present. I think I know what one of them is. I think I've got okay, a premonition. So next Ooh. week we've got mind moves coming on. It's a mental, <laughs> mental health charity that cool. is funded by cool. the lottery. Uh, shout Keith Tom with Keith Tomo coming on. He's absolutely legend of a guy. You will love him next week. And the following week we've got a renowned, famous psychic, Joe Power. He's helped the police solve um, murders and all sorts. So we he's got his own book out, yeah, hasn't he's got a book out, which we'll which, talk more which on. Which we'll put week. links on when we do it in the description, so you'll be able to obviously get a copy if you're interested in what he's talking about. So, okay. So, um, on the serious note, appeal to all the listeners: uh, there's those cash for kids bins appearing in all the shops. Just everybody, if you can, just get a little something to put in those bins for them underprivileged kids. So yeah, everyone dig deep for the kids. Oh. Just, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, just something, isn't it? Just so that everybody yeah. gets something. if anyone is struggling and you want to message us if there's anything we can, we can do, we can yeah. do to, to connect us up, just let us know and we'll see what we can do for you. So, little shout out to, again, Uncle Steve, Miles and Tilly over Nitro. in Australia. I hope he's had an amazing Christmas with uh, your nan, or as we call her, Gammy. I hope you have an amazing time. So, my nan who's there and she's going over on first class to Australia. Lovely. So they're all going to be together for Christmas. So I hope you have an amazing Christmas, guys. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, can you give the Spot Pod Notes account a rating? That would be much appreciated. Yeah, oh, yeah that helps with the algorithm, yeah. Shout, shout out shout, for shout, me as well. Yeah. I'll go um, Lee Bretta and David Ashen. They're massive followers of the show. I mean, sometimes I miss them out. I don't want to say how good them guys really are. Get them in. And they're welcome to come on. I need you guys to contact us. Obviously, we're going to be doing lots and lots of events. There's lots of stuff coming up in the new year. We've got plans and plans and plans. It's just opening up all the time. People are coming to us now. 
we're approaching people on the same yet when they listen so you know get in touch guys and everyone who's listening to us and being interacting with us on social media thank you so much it means loads because we do put a lot of effort every weekend to the shows yeah big shout out to miles to coley kev in the Isle of man all the Isle of man lads thanks ever so much for listening and uh, just to everybody out there have an amazing christmas uh, you know be nice to each other and uh, enjoy the season yeah uh, shout out to everyone who's in the, the the studio tonight it's been brilliant being in your company uh jay ryan jay kendall yeah, two lads massive followers of the the, the pod um Again, just reiterating what the lads have said. Anybody who like listens to it uh, and enjoys it, it's much appreciated. As Flynn said, if whatever platform you listen to it on, if you can give it a rating, you know it'd be really appreciated. We just want this to grow and grow, so it can only grow by uh, everybody helping us and liking us. Um, It's brilliant. brilliant. Just before we go, I'd like to let you all know on the twenty first of December at 8pm in the cookhouse in on Market Lane yeah. yeah we're gonna be playing the Christmas quiz with Chris with the quiz and if you want to come down and join the pod notes and play for us or you want to challenge us and play against us everyone who listens to the show is welcome to come down and say yeah come down it'd be good to see everyone 8pm at the cookhouse on the 21st Christmas jumper optional it is a Christmas jumper night I'll be there looking like a idiot be a very good night so if you've got the time come down yeah bring your wedding underwear by all means but wash them (laughs) that was that was the pod notes Cheers, Sunset. <laughs>